Hello, welcome to the Glory of Virginity and Purity podcast. I am your host, Omar Sedejusila David. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing on the topic purity in line with contentment. You know, the word contentment, you know, has been laid in my heart by the Holy Spirit. So I want to share with you because I feel this is the mind of God for someone listening to me right now. Now, what is contentment? Contentment means a state of being mentally or emotionally satisfied with things as they are or being pleased with what you have. Hebrews 13 verse 5 reads, He said, Let your conversation be without conversiousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. I want you to understand that contentment cannot be found in God's creation or in things like people, possessions, or even money. Today, it's really very rare to find anyone who is truly content with ease or a condition in life. The Bible has a great deal to say about contentment. Being satisfied with what you have, who you are, and where you are going. You find out that there are a lot of persons, they are not satisfied with the way God has created them. Some are not satisfied with their present um, financial status. So there is a whole lot that the word of God is saying about contentment. For you to be able to walk in line of purity, you need the virtue of contentment. You need it to walk with so that you'll be able to stand the test of time because a lot of things are going to come to you because there are a lot of situations in life where we're unable to meet with you know certain demands of our life there is a need for you to be content with the present states that you have first timothy 6 verses read say but godliness with contentment is great gain your contentment with a state of things in your life is a virtue that you need to walk in purity, irrespective of the lapses in the different areas of your life. You don't try to get overboard to do things with your own sense knowledge, or even, you know, you try to go extra mile to get what you know ordinarily you are unable to get. Amen. So, in connecting this podcast to singles especially, the number one virtue that a single needs to be able to surmount every form of, you know, immoral pressures and temptation is is the virtue of contentment. For you to be able to live a godly lifestyle, you need to be content with what you have. You don't try to, you know, go extra mile to get what you know you cannot get. There is need for modesty. You don't try to start living an extravagant life for those teenagers, for those singles. You know, what you cannot afford. You don't try to find a way to get it because your friends, your mates, your your colleagues, your classmates, they have it. And you know, this thing is not within your capacity financially and otherwise but because you want to show off you want to prove that you belong to a certain class of people you find out that you try to go extra mile to doing 
you know, other things to get it. And this is especially for the the singles. I'm talking about the girls now that are not satisfied with who they are or satisfied with what they have. So because they want to belong, they want to act to be part of the, a, a class which they form for themselves, they try to get overboard. And what do they do? You know, you find that a girl will have more than one boyfriend. A girl can decide to have like five male friends in her life just to meet up a financial status that she has created for herself. And now God is saying that you should be content with what you have. You should be content because he has better plans for you. It is not as if that your having money is not the will of God. It is the will of God. But now let's see what the Bible has to say in 1 Timothy 6, reading from verse 7. He say, For we brought nothing into this world. He say, And it is certain we carry nothing with it. He say, And having food and remedies, let us therewith be content. You have food, you have clothing, you have shelter over your head. And by the grace of God, you are able to meet some of your needs at the moment. The Bible says, be content. Don't try to steal another man's money. Don't try to convert another uh, woman's husband. For those that date married men, because you're trying to belong, you're trying to live an extravagant lifestyle. God is saying don't try to do that because you have what you need you are just being greedy trying to get over what you're unable to get at the moment and that same first timothy 6 verse 9 read, he said but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snail into many foolish and artful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. You see, the Bible made it very clear. It said, they that be rich fall into temptation and a snail. Now, don't get me wrong at all. The Bible is not in any way against riches or prosperity. As a matter of fact, God's mindset, his purpose for us is that we prosper. His purpose for us is that we excel and be wealthy. The reason the Bible desires that you and I, as children of God, for those that are have born again, that have confessed Jesus as their Savior, the Lord delights that you and I be blessed, that we be rich and wealthy for His kingdom. But now what the Bible is trying to say here in this 1 Timothy 6 verse 9 is saying that they that will be rich fall into temptation in that those that want to go extra mile to do what they ought not to have done to get rich to meet their needs to just you know fit in the bible says that they fall into snail into many foolish and artful lust now why why is the bible saying foolish for the bible to use foolish it therefore means that the action and the processes with which they use in getting those words are foolish means that is there are means and processes that ought not to be taught about you understand somebody decides to go into ritual ritualism because he wants to be wealthy somebody decides to have up to five to six boyfriends sex you know partners just because she wants to fit in now the word of god is saying those are foolish 
and hurtful loss, which drawn men into destructions and perdition. And you find out that most of these young boys that go into um, Yahoo scam and ritualism, they die prematurely. You know, the Bible says, what shall it profit a man if you gain the old world and lose your own soul? In the same manner, what shall it profit that young girl that that has, you know, over five male friends she is sexually engaged with? You lose your own soul. You fall into perdition. You fall into error. You fall into sicknesses. The Bible says, it said, for the love of money, in that same 1 Timothy 6 verse 10, it said, for the love of money is a root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have heard from faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. So the Bible has made it very clear. The word of God is not against money, it's not against prosperity, but the word of God is against those that go the extra mile against the purpose of God to get money. And the Bible is saying, you fall into error, you fall into destruction for those selling their body because of money, for those who have, you know, um, gone into covenant and occultism because they are not content with the state of their life. God is saying that his mind for you is that you be content, that you don't go overboard, you don't do what is not expected of you because you want to achieve a status, a lifestyle for people, for you to impress people or for you to feel that you belong to a certain class. Amen. And now the Bible is saying in the book of Matthew 6 verse 25, it made it, it, made it very clear in that um, um, Bible verse. The word of God is saying, he said you should seek first. You should seek first the kingdom of God. There is a need for you to seek for the kingdom of God. And when you do that, he said, every other thing will be added unto you. Matthew 6 verse 32. He said, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. He said, for your heavenly father, knoweth that ye have need of these things. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. I pray that the Lord bless this word in your hearts as you have heard. And I, I pray that this word becomes a plant that will bear fruits in your life. In Jesus' name, God bless you.